This is the Deering Acting Studio Podcast, where we discuss the connection between life and acting. All right, everybody, welcome to the Deering Acting Studio Podcast. We've got some big news today, boys. But we're going to wait a minute to tell you all about the big news. You're going to hang on here tight. We're going to talk first about our online acting school. This is something that we've been working on now for a couple of years. We've been preparing for this. And what's interesting is obviously we had no idea we were going to need it the way we did. And we have completely transformed acting in general. The way that we are um, producing classes, producing content, we are delivering the acting experience that people expect from Deering Acting Studio when we're doing so in a virtual and online format. Yeah, it, it has been, dude, it's been like such a wild ride. Like, and, and what's crazy is we had all these things sort of set in place, you know, ahead of time, like this desire to sort of set up the online format. You'd been working with the web team to start creating some things. Dude, I've been fighting for this for years. I yeah. kept saying to you guys, I'm like, this is the future. We have to prepare for this. I don't know when, but everything's going to have to go this way. It just mm-hmm. it just has to. Can I tell you guys that I, I'll be the first to say I was a super grump when we first wanted to switch because I was so stressed out. I was like, oh, God. Oh man, that's a lot of stuff. And you mean like, you mean when when the uh, when the pandemic first happened? Yeah, when the pandemic happened, and we. Had what to, about before that? When I was asking you to dive into online stuff before before we had to, were you a grump then? No, but I mean, I, obviously, all our eggs weren't in that basket, so that was never my like main focus. So what's cool is this has become my main focus. I've found a love for it, but I wanted to talk into like the truth of the matter, which was. It's really awesome now, but it goes back to like going into something full on. Like I did not have a good attitude about it. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm first one to say it. Uh, so, I was scared. so what so what are you gonna do? Are, are, I mean, are you gonna learn from this? Hundred percent. That's because, why I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. So talk about it then. Yeah. So uh, so a big part of it, like I just said, was fear. So it was less about um, the pandemic. I mean, that was obviously scary, but more about like you know I've only been full-time here for like two years now mm-hmm. I interned for my first year and and um, it's it's been a growing learning process the whole time a lot of it has been learning failing failing hard and being forgiven by you and by our team which is amazing and it took a long time to adapt to that so I was finally hitting this groove where I was like understanding things with our regular classes. Mm -hmm. So our latest online course, Monologues Be Remembered, you should go check it out. It's really, really good. But I had finally figured out like how to use our cameras and how to use the angles in this space, in our room. Like I had lit the actors and the teacher to the best of what we had. And so for me, I was like feeling really good about where we were at. And then at the drop of a pin, it was all gone. Right. And so... Then trying to transfer into online class, like all you want to do all the time is make things better. And because I had no clue what I was doing anymore, I was so nervous about that because I was like. So why don't you guys talk into for a second the difference then of of how I approach this? Because because you you got to admit, I grabbed this thing and I pulled you guys for a while. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know. I'll, I'll jump on that. So first, I think it was. It's not just this. I mean, it's in general, sort of the way that you approach things. Yes. And it's just that. Uh, it's no matter what's going on, it's the idea of switching from from what can't I do to what can I do. So yeah, we can point out things that, that aren't going to work or, or and at least for me, I know that was a thing that I do a ton. You know, I'll look at something and I still do it and I'm, I'm trying to get better at it, but I'll see something and I'll see the things that are wrong with it and then focus on that instead of like, okay, this is wrong. What can we do to make it better? How can we grow? How can we use this for something really great? And I feel like that's what you really did um, and that's what you do. And so when you do that and then pull the people up, those who are doubting and, and in that other space, you're able to lead them into seeing the vision, seeing the vision of that thing, which is really hard for a lot of people to see. Well, and, and like I've mentioned before, this, the, you know, my take on leadership is you put yourself in the thing first before you ask anybody else to do it. So I wanted you guys to believe, of course, but I had to believe. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm talking, I was working 18, 19 hour days and sometimes just, just, I, you know, you guys would come along some of the time, sometimes you'd be in a good mood, sometimes not. But I was like, I'm a believer in this thing and I'm not going to stop grinding until we find something that kind of hits. And then as it started to groove, all of a sudden it's like, oh, the momentum's there and now we can jump on board. And ideally... Like Joey said, we get we start to get there quicker as a team mm -hmm. because we want to be nimble. Like we want to we want to be known as a company for being excited about change, willing to change. We see something new, and and, and we're not going to change because of because of change. Like not at all. We're going to change because if there's a better way to do it, we're going to find it and we are going to deliver that thing. Yeah, yeah, that's so interesting because. Um I would say even just our online masterclass was something that proved to me that like it, it proved that A, we're doing something really, really good for the world, for our students, for everything that's going on. But B, it proved like, why would I have ever doubted something it, when, when this could be the impact? Because, yeah. because you see it firsthand and you're like, oh my goodness, like to think that, and, and, and you pulled me aside the other day and you were like, because uh, we've been working on our digital presence. We talked about that a lot. I think we talked about it on our last podcast too. But um, but you said your your videos need to be seen. They need to be out there because you're working on that. You're getting good at that. Dude, you're, you're, cr you're, you're crushing these edits. Mm -hmm. Your edits are really good. And I've seen the content that's out there. And th there is there's a lot of content that's much better than ours, a ton. We can get way better. But we are better than our views, much better. Yeah. And your editing has gotten extraordinary to the point where I'm like, okay, I, I don't believe we're the best in the world yet, but I do, I do believe that this, that your edits are really good and they need to get seen. I, I do believe that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that sort of ignited my competitive spirit a little bit because, you know, there's, there's always been, this is something that you, you beat out of me in masterclass the last time we did it in person and I was with Jay is this self-doubt that I have, right. you know, and I, I had, I'd walked away from it for a while where, where I was, I, it wasn't affecting me. And I think, dude, and I got to interrupt you for one second. That is one of the things that just drives me through the wall is when people are that, that I love, especially when I, mean, I love a lot of people, but, but people that beat themselves up. I mean, it just kills me because, and I mentioned this this morning on, I was on, say, on the show. You just talked about it yeah. today. If, yeah. And, and the, the greatest example is my wife. Like when, when the, the thing we don't fight often, but when her and I are going to have an argument 99% of the time, 
it's because she's beating herself up and I am literally defending her against her and she gets mad at me <laughs> like she like we're in a fight <laughs> about it but but the the point is very simple I love her too much I love you so much that I don't want to be around the person that's beating you up and if that's you right now stop it <laughs> stop beating yourself up because I care about the person that you're talking bad about yeah yeah and and the same so the same thing goes with you guys when you when you say something Joey like you can't do something or you're not capable or or you know whatever like it drives me up the wall because I'm going dude you're you are selling yourself so short yeah you have no idea what you're capable of like you are capable of a hundred times, a thousand times more than what you're doing right now. You know, yeah. you think you're working hard. Dude, you're capable of more, 100%. Mm -hmm. You know, you're capable of being more efficient. You're capable of being smarter. You're you're capable. Yeah. So just don't say those things because they ain't true. Yeah. And, and the, I mean, I can speak for both of us, but I'll speak for myself first. Like, I'm so thankful that you do that. Yeah. Because it's, it's uh, again, like, it's one of those things where I felt like I had, I had distanced myself from that a little bit, right? And then something like this comes up where it's like a, a knock in the teeth for the whole world. Everybody feels it. Mm -hmm. And that's what, like, I, I love editing our videos and I love the way you speak because when you talk to people on Mornings with Matt, when you talk to anybody, you want to assure them, like, hey, everybody's going through this. Like, right. you are not alone. Right. And that's the big thing, like, I can tell you, like, just in my personal life, I hate being alone. It's something I've always struggled with. It's just something that's it's it's the Achilles heel for me. Yeah, like I I just what for whatever reason, like it's something that I really struggle with getting over. And when I am alone, I or I feel alone, and I get myself into that place. That's where bad things happen. And I fell into a bit of a depression with this whole coronavirus thing for the first time in my life that I fell into a and it, deep and it was hard for me Joey because I knew you were going into depression I saw yeah. it coming I could feel it I even mentioned something to Brian about it and I said he's going through this thing right now and I know there's nothing I can do about it right now mm. he's gonna mm -hmm. have to, he needs this time it was about three day span I'm like he need he needs this time to just kind of go inside him and find him and it was painful for me to watch you go through it because I knew I knew it was coming I knew it was going to happen I knew the aftermath wasn't going to be good um but then then you showed up yeah yeah and you showed up and and it wasn't in a great mood but you showed up and you know you, you weren't always uplifting but you showed up and you know and you, you didn't go that uh, the extra mile every time but you showed up and when you started showing up, when you, because in other words, when you started fighting for you, mm -hmm. I started fighting for you. Yeah. That's that. And that's the end. That's what it's always going to be. So mm -hmm. as soon as that happened, then if you, you remember, I pulled you aside, we had a little cry together. Yeah. And then boom, like you, you flipped the switch again and it was like, we're back, baby. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I cried for 30 minutes and it was, it was like really, really hard. But the thing about it was like, even before that, we we got into this stick point and I was so thankful for you because you were able to listen to me in that moment where I wasn't being the kindest because I was I was fighting this internal battle so hard. Like you said, I was showing up and it was the hard thing to do. It really was. 100%. Because I know when I come in here, you're expecting me to be on my A game. You're expecting me to lift you up and I expect the same thing out of you. So if I'm in a place where I'm not in a place where I can lift you up or I feel like I can or I'm in a weird 
mood or whatever, like I'm, I already know that I'm expecting, I'm working with Matthew Deering. Like he, he's going to know it and, and we're probably going to talk about it, you know? Yeah. And, and so, and, and then, and then, so, so moving forward and you're going to, you're going to continue to get better at this, but everybody needs to just get better at this. And that is stop trying to hide it. Yes. You're working, okay, you're working with anybody, but you just say you're working with Matthew Deering. You walk in the door. I know he's going to know, and I know we're going to talk. Don't make me bring it up. God, it drives me nuts. Okay, just, you just say it. Like, lay it out there quickly, and then, and then you use all the tools we talk about. Get yourself through it, and then get the team under you. Yeah. You know, like, because we, we say this a lot, but we want to be your hero, you know? Mm -hmm. The people around you that are your support system, they want to love you, let them. Yeah. Please, please stop trying to be, you know, the everything and to hide it and and pretend like you can. And I think it's interesting because we think we can hide things or maybe we don't. Yeah. Maybe we know we can't hide it, but we just want to wallow for a minute and we want people to feel sorry for us for a minute and then we want you to ask us about it and then we kind of want to fight I'll, because I'll weirdly, we want to bring you down. Like, because mm-hmm. it's like it's like if I'm doing a drug, it makes me feel better if you're doing the drug. Yeah, sure. If I'm drinking alcohol, it makes me feel better if you're drinking alcohol. So if I feel sad and depressed, it actually makes me feel better if you feel sad and depressed. So therefore, am I holding myself accountable for the fact that my mood, my whatever I'm going through, if I don't say it and admit it, and I'm adding all this negativity in, that I literally am am infecting the people around me. I would love to speak on this really quick because for me it was a little different, but it goes like that's the undertone of it. But it came from this place of like I this was legitimately the first time I had gone through something like this, like a deep depression, really, really hard. And so for me it was more denial. You know, it was I didn't want to accept the fact that I was in that place. And I'm going to so, roast you right here on the podcast, bro. This is not the first time. This is not even close to the first time. This is like mm. the 100 millionth time. And you need to you need to brace yourself to understand that that is the truth, that I'm telling you mm. absolute truth right now. And it, and really, the coronavirus just brings things out of people like this. This moment brought stuff out of people. Yeah. You know, and so. And I, and I can tell you, your brother can tell you, you've had many moments where you went home and all sad and then whatever, and we had to pull you out of it. Like, this has been happening for two years since you started here. Yeah. But guess what? I have too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not Same. calling you out and saying that you're you're this way. Yeah. But I'm saying don't lie to yourself and think that this is a this is an isolated incident because it ain't. Mm. Like, this is, this is just a recurring incident that you are getting better and better at. And to your credit, this was a big deal. Like, the, the coronavirus was a big deal. And so the fact that you got through it in three days the way that you did, to me, that's an extraordinary win. And I give you credit for that. Yeah. But I will not sit here and let you say that's the first time because it, it totally isn't. You've been depressed mm. many times that, that I know about, and there's probably many times I don't know about. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. What were you going to say, Braga? Um, earlier? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was going to jump on just, and this is something that you were able to help me resolve a while back specifically, but uh, in the hospital before. And this experience was a lot different for me, this recent one, because, I mean, I got a lot done, like a lot done on the YouTube side and when we were working on that stuff. Yeah. Um, And before, though, straight up, when you get in there, it's so easy in those environments to just let yourself sink in and sort of get down. And then 
what I would do before is that I would just put out posts like, hey, pray for this and do that, whatever. And the excuse I would make for myself really was like, was, well, you know, the more prayer you got, the better for you. It had nothing to do with that. Like, and that's that lying to yourself thing. It had nothing to do with like, okay, prayer is great in numbers. You know, that, that, that wasn't the truth. That was a lie that I was totally telling myself. And I wanted to get it out there in that way because I wanted the attention. Yeah. That, and that was me. Me, it was attention. But and how many times did I tell you? More than I can count. Stop doing that. It took like five, six hospital You're embarrassing visits. yourself. You're embarrassing the yeah. studio. Really. I mean, that's the way it was. Yeah. And, and, and it's so funny because it, it was like cricket sometimes. And now let's flip it, okay? Mm-hmm. Because the YouTube video you just put out not that long ago on, on uh, YouTube, which was how to stay happy in a hospital bed. But the thing is, it wasn't BS. Yeah, it was Brian Sweeney, but it wasn't the other BS. <laughs> and so, thank you, Joey. Yeah, it's delayed. It's too delayed. It's too delayed. <laughs> it's still there. So, hey. So you were you were um, you were killing it. Like you 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 looked fresh. You looked like the spirit of God was inside of you, and you were truthfully connecting to the camera to to people. You it had nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. For the first time in the hospital, you were doing something in such a way that had nothing to do with you. You were not asking for sympathy. You were not asking for anything. You just wanted to give. And it was very clear. And I told you, right? I texted you right away. 100%. Yeah. I said, dude, it's your, best, it's your best YouTube video you've ever done in a hospital, which, by the way, there's a lot. Hey, uh, a lot. <laughs> and, and, but, but I said, and also maybe ever. Like, mm-hmm. maybe it's your yeah. best video ever, okay? And then, guess what? You, you got so much attention. That video has so many comments. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are all over the place and it has nothing to do with you being in the hospital. It has nothing to no. do with that. It's the fact that, you know, the, the message you delivered and the way you delivered it. And guess what? You also got sympathy. You got it. You know, you got attention. You got all the things you, you wanted by not seeking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's it's a huge, huge lesson for you. But I mean, for, for all of us to just say, okay, it, if I'm going after something ever for the wrong reason, I got to I got to question that. Why yeah. am I doing this thing? And it can come down to the tiniest little details. You know, what am I what am I doing right this minute and is it actually glorifying God and is it lifting me up? Is is it taking me up or is this this is this lifting up maybe this place that's supposed to lift up more people? Mm-hmm. You know, am I putting others before me or am I, am I putting me before before everybody else? Absolutely. Can I can I take a step back to the online really quick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Online, yeah. Hundred percent. Uh, with the online acting school, it, it's interesting. I just it just like came to me this when when we talked about the online. I remember I I can't remember if we were doing a speech or I think it was PVCP. We went and did a speech there, and then afterwards, as a team, we went and got breakfast. We grabbed Shay and we went yeah. to that mm-hmm. that place. And I remember you sitting down, and we were like we were talking about, and and you've been pushing this for like over a year, you know. We need to put all in on this, and you and, and I like, needed imagine. you guys to do it with me because I couldn't yeah. do it alone, right? You know, and I needed you. I actually needed you to believe as much as I did and work twelve hour days after work to mm-hmm. get it to get it accomplished. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we didn't, and we, did. and we yeah. didn't, and so, we didn't. But now, but now we did. Right? Now we did. So, yeah. Here's, Sorry, here's, but go ahead. I actually want to jump in to sort of a, a question here, uh, morning with Matt style in a sense. Sure. Um, so in that, yeah, we did, but because there was all this other stuff and the stuff that was going on right then mm-hmm. felt the most important. And so right. we were focusing on that one thing, you know? Right. Um, but you you needed the other, like it had to happen. You're a hundred percent right. And, and think about where we would have been if, if that, if we just said, let's go, you know? But I think we get distracted. I know I do. 
where I'll get on just the thing that's right in front of me and not the other things that are so important and figure out how to balance those hours a little better. Mm-hmm. And, and if we had just done that, then I just can't even imagine where it would be. And so I think a lot of people right now might even be growing in big ways and doing that, but we're looking at the other side of this thing. Like I can just feel it. It's just, yeah. you know, we're moving in that direction. And so with all of that being the case, like walking out of this, right, it's not going to become that thing that you have to do. So when it's not the thing you have to do, like finding ways to like what do you, still what do you, find. What do you mean? Like, okay. So like with the online, we have to, like that was a, it was like a, oh, let's put, we have to put all of our focus on this. We, we need our students to still be able to do their thing, to be served and be able to, to, to grow in, in their lives and their acting the way they are now. So we figured out all the systems. You, you and Joey spent a week, literally, like six, eight-hour days just setting up all of this and Dude, I things. redid the setup. Multiple times. 12 times. Yeah. 12 times I redid all the chords, redid yep. all the lighting, redid everything. Because why? Because I didn't want to have to do it again. Yep. I did it that way to that degree because I didn't want to have to do it again and I didn't want to break things. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and, and, and honestly, like I kind of want to do it again right now. A hundred percent. We're about at that place where we've been using it for about three weeks. And I'm like, yeah, this could be cleaner. Like there's a, there's a way we could tighten things up a little bit. I mean, put it this way. We tried to start today and, and this XLR cable was giving us feedback and we had to switch it out. Why? Probably because things are all tangled up in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's probably why. We don't know exactly why, but that's probably it. So, so it goes back to that idea of trying to get better, like looking for ways to get better. So I'm going to tell you right now, if your question is how do we push ourselves – if that's what you're asking, when, when life comes back to normal, how do we push ourselves to continue to want this, to continue to do the thing that we don't have to do? You have to give in fully, 100% to this idea of, I am going to be working on mastery for the rest of my life. I, I will not settle for anything. Like it's not, it's never good enough. And it doesn't mean that's not, people can hear that and think it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. You, I, I celebrate the crap out of where we are, man. Mm-hmm. But I also celebrated the very first day we went live. I celebrated that day. I was like, dude, we did it. Awesome. You know, I celebrated the very first, you know, virtual class we had. And I was like, that was great. Like, we did it. We did it, guys. Like, poof. But then what? The second that was done, I'm like, how do we get better? Yeah. yeah. How do we make that class better? How do we, how do we up this experience to make sure that students are being you know, connected with us and they are really feeling that same experience that they, that they deserve when they come to our studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a great time to bring up the analogy that you use all the time, uh, with me specifically is, uh, our floors were really, really bad after one of our master classes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went out and I was like, I had, I had no clue what I was doing. I had worked with, uh, one of our students, Jason Jackson, a couple of times on just uh, painting hardware. He's a he's a contractor, so he taught me a little bit of the ropes, and I got to uh, work beside him on his construction sites a couple of times, which was really really cool. Um, but it came a time where it was like we had nothing after that masterclass weekend, and I was like, all right, I guess I'm gonna paint the floors, and I didn't tell anybody about it. I yeah. just like did it, and <laughs> and then you came in and you were like, oh, this is so cool, and you were like. Oh, but 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 we should we should touch over these couple spots because there's a couple of white spots. And at first, I was like, "Ah, oh, you gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> <laughs> but but that analogy is so great because I I get it now, and you've you've used it. So did so you many did times. you explain the analogy completely here? No, I'm about to. Okay. Yeah, but the analogy is 
when you do something great, like you take a lens and you look at it and you see the tiny white spots where you could just make a little bit of improvement that will make so much of a difference. Right. You know, but, or you could just leave the tiny white spots there, but then you're not, you're not getting better. It's like, okay, I painted the floor. Now what? Right. You know? and, it, and it's also, if you don't do the work, if you don't lay down the foundation, here's the thing. When, when the floor's not painted, I don't know that the white spots exist. Mm. I can't see yeah. them until yeah. we get there. And that's the thing. Like, like wh- when I ask, when I ask us to push something and I, and so this is, this is sort of, it is my role in this company really is like, I'll ask you guys to push. And I, sometimes I need to step back and watch you guys push in a particular direction. Okay. And you got to see me as the CEO, as this like drill sergeant, who's going to pull back in times of war. And I'm going, you guys go push, trust me. Okay. The best thing I see is we go right, go hard now. And you got to listen and you got to go and you cannot question. You got to go. And then you have to trust that I am fully engaged 100% of the time pulling back so I can look and go stop left. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, and that's okay. But if you don't push hard like that, like that night you did, you pushed hard, you painted the floor. It didn't need, it didn't, no one asked you to do it. You just did it. You walked in, and so that was your gifting, was you exposed the white spots. Yeah. And I couldn't see the white spots without you doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm. So then we don't get mad that I'm bringing up the white spots. We, we, we celebrate the fact that that's my gifting. Yeah. My gifting is to find that, that tiny 1% and improve it. That, that's why I've worked with celebrities and, and billionaire CEOs and people because th- those people want – somebody to point out the white spots and there are very few people in the world that walk into a brand new painted floor and can see that that's what master class is all about that's what master class is all about you're right yeah that's literally my favorite part about it and it took a while for that to be my favorite part at first it was the performance part because i was i was a stage actor and i liked kind of like brian said i liked the attention i enjoyed I, i knew that i was a good actor i knew i could be a good actor and so because of that ego I wasn't able to push in masterclass like I was this last time and the time before that. Uh, we've earned that trust, but but that's my favorite part is when you point out the white spots in the scene that I couldn't see, you know. Yeah. So well, and I think again that's a that's a sort of life thing that it, you do as a leader that I think is so so important for leaders to just notice that and and start to realize it's okay to do that. Um, but program wide, it happens. So I'm thinking back like Valleywood, which we have coming up, right? Um, Valleywood as a, as a like program, I think back all the way to the beginning when we started, right? At the doctor's office lobby, first ones to start doing movie camp here. And they were like just a few kids. (laughs) We did a movie camp back in 2007 out of a doctor's office with, with, with an old camera. Well, it was a newer (laughs) camera at the time with, with a camera we didn't know how to use Mm -hmm. the two of us. And just like a lot of hopes and dreams. <laughs> yeah. Know, that's pretty much what we had going. Yeah. You know, and, we, and we, now we've been doing it ever since and making it better ever, ever since. So, um, hey, I want to talk about something really quick. So we have a, we got a, I've got a big announcement coming, like a big announcement. We mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast that we're going to be talking to you guys about something big, some, some huge announcement that we have here. But before we get to that, I want to talk about this idea of letting go. Mm. All right. And. Right now, we're going to be in a place where things are shifting. The world has shifted. Forever will, will never be the same. It's the way it is. 
So your relationships are going to shift slightly. The, the way you interact is going to shift slightly. And I believe with my whole heart, the best thing you can do is to let go. Find a way to stop trying to control anything other than you and your own thought life. And I'm going to talk into my own weakness here for a second. I'll begin there. I used to really struggle with this idea of letting go, especially when it came to students, because mm. I fall in love with people here. Like I really do. And, and I put my whole heart and soul into people. And then when, when they leave or leave on, on uncertain terms sometimes, and, and it, it, it can get weird. And, and for me, it can get like unsettling because, you know, I'm, I'm clearly a passionate dude. Like there's, <laughs> there's no way around it. Like I am passionate and, and I'm going to tell you the truth one way or the other. And I'll even apologize. Like if, if I, if I'm wrong, I'll tell you I'm wrong and I will say sorry. And you guys can, you guys can attest to that. I am, I am known for saying sorry right and, away and, and right away yep. and, and being willing to be wrong. So therefore, I I, did, I think I did, I've earned the fact to, to then speak the truth. And if you bring something up that's a, that's counter to what I'm saying, I'm not going to tell you that that is 100% not right. I'm just going to tell you, okay, what I'm speaking to you is my truth. Let me try to explain it and help you understand that thing. And so anyway, by doing that, people have people have really been drawn in here who want that, who seek that, who are just desiring this this like burning light that we have going on here but it's also repelled some people away because it can be hard to hear the truth it can be hard to have somebody hold the mirror up to your face and say hey by the way this is what you look like right now and uh you might want to change the way that 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 put them looks on on that mirror there and um and so anyway this process of letting go has been very interesting and we we got to experience the the comeback the beginning of the comeback of, of, of a, a, a student that I love very much, uh, Jason Jackson. He's somebody mm-hmm. who, who I, hold, I hold very, very special in my heart. He's a guy who's, who's done so many things around here. Um, I, I could get teary-eyed about it. I mean, he, he built our kitchen. He, built, he, he, he sewed the curtains that are behind us. Um, he did electric. I mean, he's, he's a general contractor. Um, if you don't know Jason Jackson, follow him on, on Instagram and different things. He, he's a wonderful, wonderful dude, a really great craftsman. And, and he left for a while and, and thank goodness I was at a time in my life then where I had really figured this out and I was able to let go and I let go. I let him free completely from, from me. You know, like I didn't do anything, but, but I'm just saying like, I didn't hold any resentment. I didn't hold any, I held nothing. I was so, I told him this even, I said, dude, when you're ready to come back, I will just have my arms will be wide open and I cannot wait for that day. If it comes, I just can't wait for it, you know? And, uh, and that day came and we did an improv podcast today and it was so fun and he was so good. And, and it was just such a delight to have him, you know, be back here. And I, and I have this feeling that this, this massive, monstrous wave of human beings coming through here, being drawn to the lighthouse, to the, to the nonprofit theater, lighthouse theater, that's just a beacon of light pulling people in. We're going we're gonna to see this huge wave of people coming through and, and wanting to be a part of what we're doing and, because we've got a very specific vision. We are going to be impacting millions and millions of people with light-driven content through movies, through TV shows, through talk shows, through podcasts, through our acting classes, through all that we're doing. We want to inspire people to get closer to God, to become better 
themselves and, and we want to inspire them to be better actors, which therefore makes them better people. And so the training works for, for actors, it works for CEOs, it works for mothers, it works for fathers, it works for kids, it works for anybody in any profession. It just works. The training works because it's all about truth. So when I, when I say this to you, if you are feeling repelled, that's okay, turn off the podcast. But if you're feeling drawn, if you're like, yeah, that sounds like the truth to me, like that sounds exciting to me, I want to I want to know more about that, then that means there's something burning inside of you that's like, I don't know why I need to go there, but I feel like I need to go there. If that's you, call. Pick up the phone, go to the website, do whatever you got to do, get into a class, because I don't know either. I don't know why you'd be drawn, but there's a reason for it. And then that's a part of what happens here is people figure out why they were drawn here. I mean, people celebrate their anniversaries here. Happened just mm-hmm. yesterday. It happened, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's, it's a, it like it means something to them because when they came here, they needed something. There was something missing in their lives, and we're not it. We just are the catalyst for helping them find it. Yeah. You know, we we are just guides along the path. That's all we are. So when you're going through this time right now, listen to the spirit, but also be willing to let go. That's, that was the, the big concept there I wanted to get across is find a way to let go and, and, and when you do love through the process. That's the hard part. I don't care if you said something nasty to me. I don't care if you did this. I don't care if you did that. I'm going to let go and I'm going to love you as I do it. And I'm going to love you where you are. You can be there, but I'm going to let go of you so that I can keep moving forward. And if you do that, you're going to come out of this pandemic. You're going to come out of this lockdown really, really strong. Yeah, and I think there's a there is there's a lot of people that that need to hear that. You know, there's a you think about you talk about everybody. They always come back, right? There's that idea, and you the idea of like even Jason is emotional. It's so so powerful. And I think about even me and my story, and and all the way back, you know, from the beginning. We've been together, and then after the coma, it was gone for like two years. Well, I was in a rough place, like yeah. a really hard place. I was with somebody who I shouldn't be with, and I was doing things I shouldn't do. I was in a life that that didn't belong to me, <laughs> is the best way I can describe it. And and so I I didn't belong here. It wasn't right for me to be here. It was bad, and it was scary to come back. It was scary to come back. Um, and it gets me emotional just thinking about it because that's it, it's the prodigal son story. You know, when when I came back, there was there was nothing from the whole like you've been gone. There was no like none of it. It was like it was like a day had never passed in the time here. And for anyone listening to this, there's it's just that's the way that God works. That's the way the Spirit works. And so trust it, trust it, because the phone call isn't easy. The the walking in yeah. isn't easy. That's the hard part. But but you will not regret it. You will not regret it because I, I'm speaking right from, from my truth here. I've learned so much and I'm right where I'm supposed to be, where God has me. And, and it would have never happened if, the, if that, those calls didn't happen. And, and so it's just crazy. It's just cool. So. And, and when you come here, mark my words, it will be hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be a cakewalk because it ain't going to be a cakewalk. But when you show up here, you are going to grow and you are going to experience something inside of you, you are going to change in some way, shape, or form for the better. That is going to happen. But growth, change, can be hard. It can be sticky. 
you know? And so that's why I say, like, you're going to be called here because you're going to be ready. And if mm. you're ready, I got to tell you, we are ready for you. And we are growing. And I, and I demand it. I demand it of myself and I demand it of the people around me to be growing at all times because we have to be prepared for you when you're ready to grow. We can't be the year old version of us and we never will be. Mm -hmm. That's why our program is built the way that it's built. There are no cookie cutter classes. There are no levels that are just arbitrary. It is like everything is custom to each individual that walks in the room. And, and we see you that way. So, so you, if you walk in, it doesn't matter your experience. You're in the class. It doesn't mean you're in the beginning class. You're in the class. If you have no experience, you're in the class. And we push you and you develop yourself in different ways. And our goal is to make sure everybody grows. Everybody, wherever they are, they just got to get better. As long as that's happening, we're doing our job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shall we? Uh, Give me a drum roll, will you? Drop the news. Here we go. News! That's a short drum roll. It is that, a short drum roll. I was like, that's I was, quick. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're like, you're kind of like, just, but, uh, you know, but it's good for class. You though, know, it's funny. It's like right is, for a setup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had a really long one and then you had me cut it. So it's funny. I that got you it. Say I got that. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. probably you should have a long one that you just bring down or something. Yeah. Or turn that's off a good or, idea. yeah, I don't know. Cause now it's like, or I just mean, have two buttons. Have two buttons. Cause I mean, that's a great one for just like, let me, Matt Deering. Brian, why don't you do the drum roll? Okay. No, no. I mean, like, you do it with your okay. voice. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a, he sounds, I don't even know he what sounds like a platypus. Like a, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sounds Not like great. Perry the platypus. Yeah, yeah, it does. Ladies and gentlemen, there have been kids out there. There have been teenagers out there. There have been parents out there who are dying. They are begging. They just like, guys, you got to tell us what is going on with your summer because we love Valleywood. <laughs> and, and we're like, guys, we know, we get it. We love it too. And they're like, but you know, it's coming up June 1st, right? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I do know that, you know, but the, but the, but the, but the no buts, <laughs> we're going to be opening in person June 1st, Deering Acting Studio, opening the doors, mic drop. That's the big news. We are setting the date. It is happening. Okay. We don't know the details. That's so th this is the same thing, right? Earlier, it's a belief thing. Okay. So, and you guys are believers. I need you guys to be believers. All right. So, and, and maybe it took Joey a second and then he got through it. Maybe it took Brian a second. And he got through it. It might take you a second, but you'll get through it. Here's the deal. You don't have to know how, because we don't know how. We don't know how we're going to open yet. We will be we will be systematically delivering to you the details as we figure them out. But we are going to open up in a way that is safe. We are going to open up in a way that is lifting the spirit, that is going to be loving, that is going to be giving. And everyone is going to be protected, but we are going to be together and we are going to open our doors June 1st. So as we develop our way to open, it'll be extraordinary. There will be plenty of hand sanitizer. Okay, there will be other precautions that have been taken and it will be fun, but we are going to open. So you, we don't need to know the how yet. We just need to know why. Why are we opening? It's because it's time. The salons are opening. The restaurants are opening. It, it is safe enough to have the amount of people that we are going to have in this building. So we will not be held back by fear.
and we will be the first ones to put our names on the list and say we are opening and we're going to set the date and it's happening. And and do we know how? Not yet. But it's going to be extraordinary when we do. Yeah. I just felt like a moment for a yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like if there was a button for it, I'd do it, but I don't know the button. I feel like we need it. a we need a button for Brian's yeah. No, I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so get excited, ladies and gentlemen. And that means you in classes, too. That means you will be back in classes that first week we are off in June to do Valleywood. So that's very exciting. Uh, That means our private lessons are going to open back up. That means our corporate clients are going to open back up. That means our castings are going to open back up. That means the Deering Acting Studio is open for business. This is big news. So June 1st, that's going to happen. You're going to get details on all of our shows, all of our content. We're going to start dropping hints as to exactly how we're going to do it. But all we know is we're going to do it. So if you haven't signed up for Valleywood, which by the way, we had three signups yesterday on the website. And I was worried about this, about us filling up too quick. And Joey, Joey's the believer in this subject too. But the idea was like, we, we, hadn't, even, we hadn't even told everybody we were going to have the camp hundred percent and three people bought online. It was like, okay, all right. Well, <laughs> we're, ha- we're having the camp guys. We are having the camp. The kids are going to have an amazing time. It's going to be the number one camp, movie camp, movie camp, movie camp, number, number one, do it, Joey. Just, number one kids movie camp ever. The number one. I don't think this works as well for me when I do this thing. <laughs> it doesn't. It Brian, doesn't feel not. the same. Brian, let's end here. Take off your headphones, will you? Oh, gosh. Hey, hey Joey, where, where's my super suit? Honey, where is my super suit? What? Where is my super suit? We are opening, ladies and gentlemen, June 1st, Deering Acting Studio. We cannot Wait to have everybody back here at the studio. You get to play with all our new equipment. We are going to have a blast together. Um, We are the Incredibles. You and us together. Let's find our super suits and let's go get this thing. Have a deering day, everyone.